darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept, swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that wandered the dome from the waters that were above the dome, and it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seeds, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seeds of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. You were born secretly in a cave, but to all the world the heavens did proclaim, and spoke through a star that you are indeed the Savior. Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy upon us. His foundations are on the holy mountains, the Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy upon us. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. I will make mention of Rahab, the Babylon, to them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre and the people of Ethiopia. Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy upon us. This and that man were born there, Zion is our mother, a man shall say, and such a man was born in her, and the Most High himself has established her. The Lord shall recount when he writes up the people and the princes born in her. All rejoice to have their dwelling in you. You were born secretly in a cave, but to all the world the heavens did proclaim and spoke through a star that you are indeed the Savior. Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy on us. The reading is from the prophecy of Isaiah. Wisdom, let us be attentive. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. 
His name will be called the Angel of Great Counsel, for I shall bring peace upon the rulers, peace and health by him. Great shall he be his government, and of his place there is no end. His peace shall be upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order and establish it with righteousness and judgment. From that time forward and unto ages of ages, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. You have shown forth the Christ from a virgin, for you the spiritual son of righteousness, and through a star you were revealed, you the uncontainable contained in a cave, Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Life give a glory to you. The Lord is king and has put on glorious apparel. The Lord has put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. Magi came to worship you, in faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy on us. He has made the world so sure that it cannot be moved. Your throne is prepared of old. You are from everlasting. Magi came to worship you. In faith they fell before you. Christ our God, have mercy on us. Wonderful are the mighty waves of the sea. Wonderful is the Lord on high. Your testimonies are very sure. You have shown earth, O Christ, from a virgin. O you, the spiritual son of righteousness. And through a star you were revealed. You, the uncontainable, contained in a cave. Magi came to worship you. In faith they fell before you. Life giver, glory to you. Reading is from the prophecy of Isaiah. Wisdom, let us be attentive. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals? that you weary my God also. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall call him Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose two kings you are in dread will be deserted. Then the Lord said to me, take a large tablet and write on it in common characters belonging to Maher Shalal Hashbaz and have it attested for me by reliable witnesses, the priest Uriah and Zechariah, son of Jehedekiah. And I went to the prophetess and she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said to me, Name him 
Mahur Salal Hashbaz, for before the child knows how to call my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be carried away by the king of Assyria. Band together, you peoples, and be dismayed. Listen, all you far countries. Gird yourselves and be dismayed. Gird yourselves and be dismayed. Take counsel together, but it shall be brought to naught. Speak a word, but it will not stand, for God is with us. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For you are holy, our God, and to you we send up glory. To the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Holy, mighty, holy, mortal, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen. Holy immortal, have mercy on us. Dynamis. Holy Let us be attentive. The Lord said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations of your heritage. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. In many and various ways, God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets. 
but in these latter days he has spoken to us by a son whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom also he created the world. He reflects the glory of God and bears the very stamp of his nature, upholding the universe by his word of power. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has obtained is more excellent than theirs. For to what angel did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels winds and his servants flames of fire. But of the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your comrades. And you, Lord, didst found the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all grow old like a garment, like a mantle. You will roll them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never end. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time for her to came to for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in that region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. 
And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returning, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Peace be with you, the proclaimer of the gospel. Glory to you. Good evening and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. This evening, I want all of you to consider all your preparations for Christmas. Maybe you don't need a reminder, as you have probably been going crazy about them over the last month or so, right? Lots of preparations. Maybe, maybe your plans are a little toned down this year from other years, but there's still a lot of preparations, right? The Christmas tree, the Christmas lights, the Christmas cards, figuring out presents for everyone, the cooking, the cleaning. There is a lot of preparation getting ready for Christmas. In fact, the Christmas season might even be a little stressful with all the hustle and bustle and decisions to be made preparing for Christmas. After all the preparations, the home finally looks nice and ready for Christmas. But isn't this a stark contrast to the manger? A manger is a food or water trough for feeding animals like goats, sheep, and oxen. A manger was typically hewn of stone or cut from wood. Our church has always maintained that the manger was placed in a cave. We can forget the 
paint, the Renaissance paintings of a cozy wooden barn with beautiful colors, clean, serene compositions, and nothing uncomfortable. Our Lord lowered himself to be born in a cave, placed in a not-so-comfortable manger surrounded by animals. Cold, smelly, and uncomfortable. It almost seems like Joseph and Mary were not ready to receive the Christ child, the God of all. They did not place Jesus in a throne room, not in a fancy crib, not, not in a palace, but in a not-so-comfortable manger surrounded by farm animals. Cold, smelly, uncomfortable. Was God offended by this? How could they place the God of all, the King of all, in a manger used to feed or water animals? They didn't seem ready, in a way, to receive the God of all into their presence. But let's take a moment to consider our own preparation for the coming of the Christ child. We might do all these preparations for Christmas. The Christmas tree, Christmas lights, Christmas cards, figuring out presents for everyone, the cooking, the cleaning, but... Are we doing the preparations that count the most? Are we preparing the manger of our souls? All too often we make all the preparations for the Christmas party, but we don't prepare for the most important guest. We don't prepare for the coming of Christ. We may not be prepared. But Joseph and Mary were prepared. How so? Because their souls were prepared to receive God. Their faith, purity, and love prepared Mary and Joseph to receive Christ on that very first Christmas. The arrangements of the cave were not kingly, but their souls were prepared to receive God, the King of all. Placing the God of all in a manger was not a sin or insult. Why? Their souls were royal thrones for the king of all. They were ready because of their prayers and purity. Their souls were cleansed. God chose to live with Joseph and Mary and condescended to be placed in a manger. Mary and Joseph had prepared for Christmas. We, too, have a place to prepare for Jesus, the God of all and the King of all. We, too, can prepare a manger. Which manger is that? Our homes? Uh, Not exactly. Our souls. How can Christ be placed into the manger of our souls? Through Holy Communion. In fact, one of the pre-communion prayers that we can find in our prayer books at home or online makes this profound analogy. 
The third prayer of preparation for Holy Communion, written by St. John Chrysostom, reads this. Lord my God, I know that I am not worthy nor sufficient that you should come under the roof of the house of my soul, for it is entirely desolate and in ruins, and you do not and you do not have a worthy place in me to lay your head. But as you humbled yourself from our, on high for our sake, do likewise also for my unworthiness. And as you willed in the cave to lie in a manger of speechless animals, take it upon yourself now to enter the manger of my speechless soul and into my soiled body. This and other pre-communion prayers should be read the night or morning before receiving Holy Communion. This is in addition to the final ones that we say during liturgy together as a congregation. By saying our pre-communion prayers, we get the manger of our soul ready to receive the King of all. Tonight and through the coming days, we will celebrate the joy of the coming of Christ to save us. Sometimes people say they wish Christmas was all year. I suppose people say that because of the joy and also the awareness of God's work at Christmas time. But let's keep that joy and awareness of God's work in our hearts throughout the year by receiving Christ into our hearts, by receiving Holy Communion. But we must prepare ourselves to receive Holy Communion. We must prepare the humble mangers of our souls. We can do that by faithfully saying our pre-communion prayers, keeping the joy of the newborn Christ and awareness of God's work in our hearts and in front of us in our minds throughout the year. Christ is born. O oh God, you have visited our lowliness in mercy and compassion. You have set us, your lowly, sinful, and unworthy servants, to serve at your holy altar before your holy glory. Strengthen us for the service with the power of your Holy Spirit and grant speech to our lips that we may invoke the grace of your Holy Spirit upon the gifts that are about to be offered. And grant that always guarded by your power, we may give glory to you, to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of ages.